Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Corliss Williamson, Kevin Pitsnoggle, Keith Smart, Joey Devine, Sheldon Williams, Cameron Dollar. Trajan Langdon Sean Keen Keith Van Horn Tony Delk Miles Simon Special guest Aaron Lennox Musical guest The guy who sang One Shining Moment And now the host of Brown Ball Rock Dave Schilling. Oh, for one shining moment, we're all here together to record Round Ball Rock. Sean yeah. Keen, hello. Hey, Dave. How's it going? The ball is up. The ball's up. We have tipped off. Joey Devine. Hi. <laughs> How are you? You know, it's going to be lit, fam. Mm-mm. March Madness. No, it's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So th- today, <laughs> d- despite my better judgment, I-, I agreed to do a March Madness themed episode. Mm-hmm. Round Ball Rock, even though I could give two shits. Yeah, me too. I, I couldn't really, give two I shits. I like the first two days. That's it. Yeah, when there's We've like... covered that before, but... 30 <laughs> games going on at the same time, and you're just like freaking out because your 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 bracket's been busted. Oh, that twelve is up up by four oh, against that five. Oh, there's so <laughs> many buzzer beaters, <laughs> and also lots of sloppy passes, turnovers, uh, air balls, and and worse officiating than in uh, like uh, 
a drunk league, like think, a league where everyone <laughs> is drunk. I think the big three is going to have better referees than oh, it's like crying coaches. Crying coaches. Crying you know coaches is great. Do you like watching a mid-Atlantic college coach who looks like a senator who's <laughs> about to be indicted? Then you are going to love Wake Forest versus College of Charleston. <laughs> what a sad month this is. <laughs> and I was, in, I was literally in Vegas the wrong weekend. I actually love – what I love about the tournament, though, is you get to see somebody's, like, peak often. Like, when you see the dude – from Creighton, who hits a buzzer beater, and you're like, wow, he's a 24-year-old senior. <laughs> this is, <laughs> you just saw the best moment it. of his life. Yeah. Like, it's I mean, it's the great. reverse of that, though, is remember, you see a Steph Curry that nobody gave a shit about. Am I allowed to say shit? On yeah. This? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody yeah. gave a fuck about <laughs> Davidson. <laughs> and then everyone was like, whoa, what's up with this dude? Oh, he's going to rule our entire lives for the night. Just think about all the guys who are, are competing this month in high stakes basketball games that will soon be selling Acuras down the block. Even sadder than that, selling drugs at the college that they are now playing for. Ooh, Ed, Coda, Ed Coda, star of the of March Madness. <laughs> was he on the 93 My, champions? He was, yeah, and the champions of selling cocaine at UNC <laughs> uh, when hard, I was that's there. That's a hard uh, championship to win. My bong was named Ed Coda. <laughs> it's, uh, All right, well, let's, let's quickly get through let's the... Let's introduce Aaron. We didn't do that part yet, did no, we? I, yeah, oh. yeah, we did. I'm an idiot. It's it's fine, no, no, no. <laughs> but we get to her section later in the show. Let's get to the news really quickly. NBA news. You ready mm-hmm. to talk NBA news, Lennox? Ooh, yeah. You tell me what's happening, and I'll say cool. <laughs> there we go. So the Warriors lost by 13 points at home to the Celtics. Yeah. Did Steve Kerr throw that game by playing Patrick McCaw in, in crunch time? It sort of felt like it. Um, for some reason, they were down by four with four minutes left to go in the game. And he came back from a timeout with Draymond Green and Clay Thompson on the bench. It was really weird. I saw a stat where it was like when all three of them played, they were like plus 12 in the game. And when only one of them played, they were like minus 14. That's not good. Are you? But also St- Steph Curry turned the ball over like 100 times in the last three minutes. Well, that there. hasn't burned them in the past, so they're probably <laughs> fine. Is, is this... Uh, a sign of things to come, or this is this growing pains having to figure out how to play without Kevin Durant again? I don't know. I'm not that worried about it. I think they're going to be fine. Still? Yeah. I think they'll probably just end up uh, <laughs> resting guys a lot. But after, um, they have a very tough schedule through Saturday, but then it gets pretty easy for two weeks. So this, uh, who are they playing? Are they playing the Rockets this week? They're playing, they're playing a back-to-back at Minnesota and at San Antonio, which is a bad time for that to be happening for them. But after that, there's a lot of bad teams. So they might not get the number one, but they can't really drop past number two, I don't even think, mathematically. So I wonder if this leads to Steph Curry taking like two or three games off the rest of the year. I think that would not be a bad idea. Uh, do you think Celtics fans are already planning to buy NBA Finals tickets? I it was so annoying on Twitter last night. Like, my entire feed was people being like, I think the Celtics are going to make the finals. And it's like, there's no fucking there's way. There's no way. There's no way. They're not as good as Washington. Well, this is... They're this not is, as good as Toronto. Right. Linking this to if the... If Toronto's end. healthy. 
Well, linking this to the NCAA tournament, this is uh, what Brad Stevens. That's why he's the ultimate tournament coach because he is a team that's very difficult to beat in one single game. However, when you play a seven-game series, uh, you it's pretty easy to find a solution mm-hmm. for Jay Crowder. I think. Also, yeah. no one on the team can jump. Uh, and they're weird. all short, which is very college basketball. <laughs> I mean, it, more it, women's basketball. But okay. <laughs> there were a couple moments when, yeah, we talked about the the Tyler Eulis Isaiah Thomas jump ball that happened a couple <laughs> days ago, and I was like, yeah, that's like Villanova basketball right there. Just <laughs> five guys. They're all six two to six five, and a lot uh, of movement. A lot of movement. A lot of set shots. <laughs> <laughs> lot of lot of lot of offensive fouls as well. That's did Scotty Reynolds go to Villanova? He did. Yeah. One of my a thing I regret was uh, in my life is heckling him during NBA Summer League one time. Oh, you mean, <laughs> mean Scotty Too Hotty? Uh, Scotty Reynolds, the only All American to not be drafted in the NBA, First and team. that's what I kept reminding him at NBA <laughs> Summer League. <laughs> <laughs> were you still oh, drinking? Were great. you still drinking at the time? Uh, yes, but I was sober. I was yeah. just a jerk. <laughs> I went to a summer league game once uh, in uh, Oakland, and Jason Kidd was playing. It was like right after he was rookie of the year or whatever. And during like the halftime thing, he like played one on one with me. I was a kid, Whoa. and he let me win because he's like a person, a human uh-huh. person. <laughs> And then I thought I was going to be in the men's NBA. <laughs> you, you beat the rookie of the like, year. I was like, I beat the rookie of the year. That's like, how it should work. <laughs> if we're in a merit-based society, yeah. you should be in the NBA. Yeah, he gets relegated down to yeah. middle school he's women's like basketball. It's like in soccer. He's going to yeah. go to Campbell University summer camp that year, which is what I was doing next. <laughs> women's camp. <laughs> Uh, Dirk Nowitzki scored his 30,000th point against the Los Angeles Lakers. And uh, there's a photo out there, very famous photo now, of everyone watching him take the jumper. But there's one child in the crowd that's not having it. That kid's going to grow up to be an NBA superstar. No, he's going to grow up to be that guy licking that Lakers cha- uh, chain, that <laughs> gif. That guy is the best. Uh-uh. He doesn't lick the chain. Uh, there is one where he's Lakers. licking it. Oh no, there's one where he's licking it. Okay, Don't worry. Oh, those those, those <laughs> ultimate. It's on a different Are you talking about those ultimate bros? No, no. There's like a. He's got. He's like a swarthy guy. He looks like he's probably like a mid-tier agent at a very disreputable agency. <laughs> he's wearing sunglasses. He's got his his shirt open, a few buttons, and he's got a Lakers pendant, and he's flashing the number one, and he mouths Lakers twice. It was back in the it's Kobe Shaq era. Yeah, yeah. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we'll tweet it out. Dave, soon. is that you? It's not me. He's no. like he's like Italian or something. But let's talk about Dirk. Yeah, let's talk about Dirk. I'm so happy for him. I love Dirk. Dirk forever. Dirk is one of the least hateable NBA players, I Which think. Which is funny because he plays for a team owned by the most hateable owner. Yeah. <laughs> and he's from Germany. <laughs> yeah. The worst yeah. nation <laughs> in also, history. And yeah. also his face. Yeah. You know, there's uh-huh. that. That's just he's goofy. He's I so lovable. I can't though. help but think about the uh, that video when he was injured and he's doing commentary and he's screaming, "It's over!" Yeah, it's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Let's go home. Oh my God! Oh! Shut it down! Oh Let's go home! <laughs> it's a wrap, Doug. Yeah, that is a wrap. <laughs> 
He signed the hole in the wall that he punched for, in, at, at the Oracle Arena know, from I've, when they lost to the Golden State Warriors I've as a one it. seed. Oh, it's amazing. Fun. It's very cool. There's the jersey, <laughs> uh, the We Believe Warriors jersey, and then there's the hole, and then he signed it. It's really yeah. cool. He's the best. They got to carve it out when they tear down Oracle. and just, like, Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I mean, did you hear what happened after they lost in 2007? When he went to Australia by himself for like uh, yeah. three months and, and grew the, a beard. And the what? year before, apparently, yeah, he just like <laughs> left the country and went on a walkabout, basically. <laughs> did he literally, I was going to say, did he literally walk around Australia? I think he probably did. On some Mad Max? I just started walking and I just didn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of sounds like Warren Michaels. Yes, I just kept walking. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, it, you know, he just sort of talks like this all the time. He's not that excited about being a, t- a talk but he Unless has a little bit of that it's mild time to go blitz, home it's time yeah. to shut it down <laughs> it's time to shut it down shut it down let's go oh, home. I love him it's so after the 2006 finals all the Mavs were so mad that apparently they were all like I think they were all training in like Southern California basically Dirk hired a party bus for like two straight weeks and would just show like roll up to Jason Terry's house every day at like noon and it's like come on we're going like <laughs> 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 and they just, like, drank for the whole month of July. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun at all. Uh, Sacramento blew a 28-point lead against the Spurs, lost by 10, and then Ty Lawson found out he's going to jail. Sorry, Is I have to just cover my ears for this part. Go yeah. ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. Better or worse than the boogie trays <laughs> their last week? I, I don't want to make still fun better. Of, I don't want to make better. fun of Ty Lawson. It's sad. It's just sad. The whole organization, though, like, it's like who's next though? Because they got Rondo, and then they got Ty Lawson. Who is the most troubled slash washed up point guard that they could acquire for next Rondo year? Again. Yeah, Rondo. Oh, it's Rondo <laughs> again. Yeah, Rondo again. Rondo comes back. Yeah, why not? I kind of think Derrick Rose could thrive in oh, Sacramento. That's another good one. No. <laughs> as long as they, they run the triangle for him. They kind of missed Raymond Felton, and now he's like too valuable a player to really go there. Mm-hmm. I could see like JJ Barea signing like a four or five year deal there. Calderon, he's not really Ooh, troubled. Cal- yeah, Calderon is too he's joyful. Yes, yeah, straight. And I mean, sort of fella. Like if I could, re- s- go ahead. I could see them getting somehow getting Lonzo Ball oh. and Lonzo Ball's dad just causing problems no, in no. Sacramento for yeah Lam- five Lon- years. Lonzo Ball. They win the lottery. Lonzo Ball. Oh, except if they win the lottery, New Orleans still gets that. <laughs> yeah. Pick. No, they could they could win it with their own pick. But yeah, Lonzo Ball, Lamar Ball, new head. Well, coach. no, they can't win Levar it. Ball. They, Levar Ball. The, what would have to happen for them to keep a top three pick would be Philly getting the number one and them getting the two or the three, because Philly can switch. Oh God. Picks with Sacramento and, and the pick they got from Boogie is top three protected. Yeah. Just a great job by <laughs> Vlade Divac and all those guys. But yeah, I could definitely see Lonzo Ball's dad going to Sacramento and just causing trouble for the next like seven years. Not like well, Sacramento could... is significantly <laughs> worse than Chino. Yeah, why not give him a shot? Yeah. Like I'd let him be the mayor of Sacramento for a couple of years. Is he going to be worse than Kevin Johnson? He'd be doing Pizza Guys commercials all the time. It'd be great for him. Why, why, why not Sacramento? LA's great, but like 
Mia, go out see the world. There's so oh, much see, world see the in world in Sacramento. See Sacramento. <laughs> see that bridge. The Sonoma. The cigarette. The fake Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. Tower Bridge is what it's called, bud. Tower Bridge. Tower Bridge. Yeah. Right by the Sac State campus. That's right. We've done a lot of Sub-hornets. local Sacramento talk this week. Yeah, hey, on if, the you, podcast. if you're a and listener, last week, if you're and a many weeks. <laughs> if you're a listener of this show and you live in Sacramento, email roundballrockpod at gmail.com or tweet at us at roundrockpod on Twitter. Uh, or call our Google Voice number and tell us that you are from Sacramento. Just also, say thank you. Leave a five star <laughs> review on iTunes. If you love Sacramento and you love this podcast. All right. Got robot. Those, got him in. What if you're robot, from Sacramento, give us but you don't love Sacramento? I feel like you should open that up. Yeah. If you're <laughs> if you're just ambivalent about Sacramento, you've been there. If you're Greta Gerwig. <laughs> I was born there. If you've heard of Sacramento. You were born in Sacramento. I was born in Sacramento. My grandfather still lives there. He designed, he's the architect. He designed the airport. No big deal, guys. Wow. Didn't need to name drop the airport. I didn't realize we had a celebrity on the, the show. The Golden so. One Airport. Yeah, I can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, please reach out to us on the internet. Um, uh, robot, give us the golden the golden one. The Google yeah. Voice the number. Golden, the golden one. Google Voice number. <laughs> sponsored by Bing. Three, two, three, six, eight, two, zero, three, four, two. Okay. Thanks, robot. Thanks, robot. Uh, the Miami Heat are maybe the best team in basketball right now. <laughs> What is going on? <laughs> Keon Waiters and four. is on fire. Yeah. What a kills legend. guys. Kills guys. They're making the playoffs, right? Oh, yeah. 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 At this point, you have They're to They're half them. a game out of the seven seed right the now. The best thing ever would be if the Bulls didn't make the playoffs and the Heat did. I mean, we're right, <laughs> right on the verge of that happening. That <laughs> would be my favorite Pistons thing. Pistons and Bulls, I believe, are tied half a game ahead of them. So you want to see... You the Heat play the Cavs in that LeBron revenge oh, game. Yeah, that'd be tight. Here's my dream. That happens. It's the Deion Waiters revenge game. Well, the Deion yeah, yeah, Waiters yeah. revenge game. And right before uh, the playoffs start, last day of the season, the Heat release their 15th man. And you're like, what? What's going on? Chris Bosh is active. Oh. We all know how much I'd love that. Can you imagine I him doing Chris a Bosch. WWE style run in on the playoffs? <laughs> oh. Swinging a steel chair and bashing LeBron James in the head. Or not LeBron, he'd be hitting Pat Riley. Wow, that's a moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I meant he would join the Heat. Well, I guess he could still hit Pat Riley. Oh, I thought I thought we were saying that the Cavs would get rid of their 15th man. Isn't that what you said? I mean, no, the no, Cavs no, no, already no, the did heat. get activated. Oh, okay. The Cavs yeah. already did get rid of their 15th, 15th man. Because <laughs> Andrew Bogut is dead. He, he's, uh, he's sitting in a hospital bed like the bone collector trying to get to the bottom of Pizzagate. <laughs> <laughs> in Australia, they would have shot him like a racehorse if he went down like that. They hear the bone break and they're like uh, there's no way we can feed him for the rest of his life <laughs> is Eric Spolstra the coach of the year no it's Mike D'Antoni Scott Brooks it's Mike D'Antoni I think it's Scott Brooks Mike D'Antoni is getting a lot out of a team that was very bad last year and they were the eight seed the Wizards didn't make the playoffs last year that's true Okay. Well, we can debate this all <laughs> they're, day. They're on pace to win 60 games. I'm telling you, Sp- if Spo gets the seven, I think he's going to get a lot of votes. Probably. The Rockets are also in a harder conference. The Cavs, back to the, the uh, Cavs heat matchup. Those Cavs fans the other night booing Dion Waiters every time he touched the ball. That's a bridge too far. 
I don't know. I mean, he played pretty poorly when he was in Cleveland. He also didn't say, he had that anthem thing they got mad about. But he's also Dion Waiters. Like, come on. Dion Waiters. It's like it's like booing <laughs> someone for panhandling. Right. <laughs> They're doing their best. They're but trying. He's, I mean, it's only because they picked him. It's like the Warriors boo. He's their Mike Dunleavy Jr. Oh, yeah, I'd but Dion Waiters isn't Mike Dunleavy Jr. You know what I mean? I don't. He kind of is Mike Dunleavy <laughs> Jr. I mean, is Mike Dunleavy gr- a junior? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, his all no oh, his weird looking father. Of him? Good yeah, yeah. Lord. Oh, you gotta see Mike Dunleavy Sr. Right now, <laughs> they're spawning. He he's looks kind of like, like a, like uh, he looks like a guy who would be uh, indicted for like. Um, like selling used cars that he rolled back the mileage on. Yeah, <laughs> he seems he seems like an owl who has a couple felony convictions. That's kind of his look. Um, Jimmy Bus, you want to talk Senior. about it? Uh, is this yeah, is this too fresh a wound? Know. I mean, he's trying to ruin the team. Basically, we talked about this a little bit last week. But uh, he's proposing to get rid of Jeannie and Joey Buss uh, to disperse $25 million to the shareholders and salaries of $30,000 a month to non-shareholders who serve as directors. Now, that's, that's a lot of money is to be a, on the yeah, Lakers board, is right? Is this a sign that he's, he needs money? Yes, right? You'd assume. Because he wants to be on the board and also sell his shares and vote himself a salary of $360,000 a year to be on the Lakers board, which apparently doesn't even meet once a year. No. Why does he need money? For the show ponies that he's so obsessed with. Sell some ponies. No, he can't. The ponies are what he really loves. Basketball is meaningless to him. It's the ponies. And so he's got, so Jimmy and uh, Johnny, is yeah, Johnny also Johnny into the is, ponies? Is, Johnny is a, from a different mother, by the way. Okay. Johnny is not fully Ooh. related to the rest of the bus. So family. he's like Jon Snow? He's a, Yeah, he's the <laughs> bastard son. Oh, of my God. <laughs> and so Jon Snow, and they so they both want to sell their shares. And the problem is that would mean the bus family would no longer have a majority. Hold on, guys. King in the North, Hollywood. <gasps> sell, no. that t-shirt, yeah, no. sell that t-shirt, baby. Sell that t-shirt. And it's Jimmy Buss. Once he completes his coup and he takes back Winterfell. It's a silhouette of him just pulling the inside of his pockets out to show that he's broke and, like, shrugging. That's the logo. (laughs) King of the North. Uh, What were you going to say? I'm sorry. I had to get that. No, that's... um, I mean, the the Buss family would not be a majority. That's That's why it matters. So how do you resolve this? Well, the idea would be to sell the team to... A wealthy person to the owner of the Grove, or um, <laughs> but how? To, like he would probably be—he would probably be the first guy. Rick Caruso would be the first guy who would be like, "I'll do it." Would or mean, AEG could buy them out, something like that. Well, yeah, because AEG owns a big stake of the team already, yes. right? But but the key for the Bus family is they want to be able to. How does he get made whole without the Bus family? Jimmy losing. How do how do okay so. The majority of the Lakers are owned by a combination of the six bus kids. But if two bus There's kids six? cash out. Yes. Yeah. I thought there were only four. Jaden, Jamira, <laughs> Jem. Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. 
Um, there's a lot of there's a, Dame there's, Judy Dench. <laughs> uh, so there are two buses just sitting out this thing. Well, well Janie got involved and she told she leaked that Jimmy needs money. It's so confusing. Janie, works, we're like, Janie works for the team still. Yes. And so does so Joey. So Janie's on Jeannie and Joey's <laughs> side. One t- yes. jo- Joey. Joey. Okay. Oh my God! I said Joey. Uh, it's Jeannie and Joey yes. versus Jimmy and Johnny, and right. Janie seems to be on Team Jeannie because she still works in public relations or something. Or, or uh, and the wild relations. card is, of course, Javier Bus. <laughs> 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 no, it's uh, it's George Prescott uh, Bus. Oh, George Prescott. That's right. He speaks Spanish. <laughs> so they basically. My question is. They're, the Lakers are worth $3 million. $3 billion? $3 billion. $3 million. They're worth Shit, slightly, right slightly less than what Dion Waiters is the new majority owner. <laughs> <laughs> um, how does the bus family resolve this? Because two of the kids can't cash out and still have the buses be the majority owners. I think they're going to try to buy out Yeah, Jimmy. can't they just buy out the two that are problematic as a family? I mean, maybe, but you have to come out with like $600 million to do that. Yeah, but it's not they, like the bus family has that kind of cash. Well, what, what, this is their business. What's possible is that if they get AEG to buy them out, can't Magic do it? And AEG, Magic could do it too. Couldn't they just get Magic to do it? Yeah. Does he have six hundred million dollars? He could raise the money. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, I mean, maybe he, he does. It's not, it's not. It's not cash, but he could raise the money to do it. Uh, and he's the so most logical person because lives. he would protect the family interests. I know who the other logical person is. K-O-B-E. Kobe. Oh, Coming yeah, Kobe in. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Kobe so Kobe, instead of instead of a crazy egomaniac like Jimmy Buss, <laughs> you've got calm, <laughs> rational Kobe Bryant. It is we called it on this podcast. When it happens and Kobe buys a gigantic stake in the in the Lakers from Jimmy Buss. Remember, you heard it here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it I'm makes right. it makes a lot of sense, and Kobe would probably be the most hands off, disinterested person possible to do it. He'd be like, okay. Oh, Kobe would not be. No, he's he would li- or disinterested. He would literally be a helicopter parent. He like he actually is taking a helicopter to the no, arena every Kobe day. No, Kobe has this idea that he's gonna like paint and like write poetry and make movies, and he he doesn't. He's if he cared about the basketball of it all. He would be going to the games right now. Yeah, but he now. cares about the Kobe of it all. Yeah, yeah, but Kobe's Kobe would go into it saying, I will save the day. I'll come and I'll wave my hand. But Jeannie Buss... And then the second someone's is, about to break any of his records... He'll, he'll shoot him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move on. The Phoenix Suns gorilla dove on the court during a play to retrieve an item that had been rolled onto the court. This was so tight. Is he is he the, is he the so hero tight. we need or the hero we deserve? Well, people were weirdly <laughs> mad at the gorilla for doing so, this. So for it's grandstanding. Mid play. Mid play under his, the basket. On his side of the it's court. Making a mockery of the NBA. He dives very quickly onto the court and then scurries off right before like players get to the area he, he was saved, in. It was he like, saved Devin Booker from rolling his ankle on the object. It looked was the a object? drumstick. A drumstick rolled onto the court. I think the like, oh, they were gonna have like timeout. Oh, so it wasn't thrown in anger. No, somebody it like dropped it, and the gorilla saved oh, the day. Oh, he's a hero. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a sick move. I mean, the gorilla was a hero anyway. Let's yeah. all be honest. He's one of the best, if not the best mascot. He's the best. Ma- he's the best mascot. Yeah. Um, what makes the best mascot? The Phoenix Suns gorilla. <laughs> 
just everything he does. <laughs> Sean, what did the uh, the Suns' uh, Twitter account say about this? Oh, they said not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them wear gorilla yeah. costumes. <laughs> now, now, granted. I believe the Phoenix Gorilla does occasionally wear a cape. Yeah, it's like <laughs> he's, he's, he's worn a cape. But if that's just weirdly their way of trying to get him to not wear the cape anymore, like they've had a behind-the-scenes argument about it for years. Yeah, like. This is really confusing branding. <laughs> you are a gorilla. Gorillas do not fly. But you... Yeah. Hero, and they're like, they've been saying, heroes don't all, all wear capes, okay? Yeah. And then <laughs> they tweet it out, and he's mad about it. He's like, oh, they've got a point. <laughs> Uh, but it it was like watching like a ball boy at the U.S. Open or something, just in on and off. Costume. Yeah, it's but awesome. I do like to imagine how scary that was for <laughs> who were they playing? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, just it imagine matter. it's like it really Costa Kufos running down <laughs> court trying to be a good defender, and out of the corner of her eye, he sees a gorilla <laughs> like diving, diving on the ground. ACL. Like what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> It's got to be a humbling moment. Uh, Do you think there were also any like NBA racists on Reddit who got you, like really yeah. excited? Like, Bogut? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do imagine somebody who's like a real racist NBA fan reading this story would be like, "Yeah, get those gorillas off the court. Oh. They dive it around all the time." And then he's like, "Oh, it was the mascot?" Can you I... imagine being a racist NBA fan? How no, do you pull that I don't off? think that. Unless you're Spencer Hawes or, <laughs> <laughs> or you're well, a Boston a Celtics fan. There's a million racist NFL fans. Yeah, yeah well, right, it's different. But you don't see their faces. <laughs> also the, but also, like, That's the true. NFL is, like, white. Yeah. Like, there's, there's in a, its branding, where it's like, it. this country music star is going to sing our, our uh, Sunday night song. We're like... The NBA is like aggressively black. The, yeah, yeah the I mean NFL they had has... Sting perform at the All Star well, game. What's blacker <laughs> than that? The NFL also has a, a basic slave auction, and it's a yeah. literal slave auction. Actually. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, the combine is what I'm referring to. Uh, Dwayne Wade, yes, rented out a Waffle House on National a Waffle uh -huh. House. On a National Waffle Pancake House, Day? yeah, hmm. on National Pancake Day. The fuck <laughs> is um? Did you were you a Waffle House? Did you you grew up yeah. in North Carolina? Oh yeah, and yeah. Waffle House is probably you gotta go to Waffle House um, because there's first of all not anything else to do in the entire state, <laughs> and also it's open and there's uh, always and this is in multiple locations. I've seen every time I went in high school there was a person dressed as a vampire. I'm not sure if that's like <laughs> part of the branding or like, um, but yeah, they're the, the best. I went once in Indianapolis and everybody looked undead, but not. They really didn't have the actual vampire. costume. I on. think it was just living in well, Indianapolis that did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he he rented out a whole Waffle House for, for the him and three of his friends. They also oh, it was not for the team. No, it was uh, him and three of his friends. There's it's a it's a whole Snapchat story. Oh, did they serve <laughs> sea bass at that, this Waffle? Hold on. House? What he did do? What they did do is they brought their own orange juice and apple juice. Why was there orange juice and apple juice? Because they were eating breakfast. But they brought their own. But Why instead did they need of, the whole thing? Because I don't know. That was confused. That was confusing. He was like, there's a Snapchat story where Dwayne Wade's like, my boys wanted to go to Waffle House, so I brought them to Waffle House. And it's him holding up his phone, and you see him and three of his friends sitting at the bar, and the entire place is empty. Got it popping. And they still sat at the bar. Yeah. Well, here's the Those thing. assholes. <laughs> <laughs> here's the deal. with. Okay, so you're Dwayne Wade. 
And you go to a Waffle House, you get mobbed. You get mobbed. You get your clothes ripped off. It's true. Right. After part of the Snapchat story was him sitting in the back of an Uber and the Uber driver saying, like, I can't believe Dwayne Wade goes to Waffle House just like normal people. Except by himself. <laughs> yeah. Other people. But also, Except just, normal people. He also wants to deny normal people the ability to eat at Waffle House. he brought his own house. apple juice. <laughs> 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 no. Let's just remember, though, that any one of us, and, and we wouldn't even have to go in on it together, like any one of us could rent out a Waffle yeah. House. Yeah. Like, it's not expensive. He we dropped $35. <laughs> And they're <laughs> like, how, how many hours do you want to be closed? Sharon's like, like lunch shift off. And do you then you're promise good. not to throw up on anything? Yes, sir. You're good. All right, you're good. You can have it for free, actually. <laughs> um, how do the various bulls like their hash browns? That's a question in my rundown. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the key in Waffle House, right? Yeah. Well, Dwayne, your special way of preparing your hash browns. Yeah, Dwayne Wade likes his with sea bass. Yeah. We already know that. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Butler, I think, smothered and covered because he's a tenacious defender. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Rajon Rondo wants them uh, as homophobic as possible. <laughs> however that is. How do you, how do you make a, pota- a hash brown homophobic? I guess you just... It's going to be very dry. <laughs> 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 yeah, it has if there's like... any moisture touches it, you're oh. gay. It has, <laughs> how it has very little How paste. do you make it without grease? Oh, God. <clears throat> yeah. All right. <laughs> it's just a raw potato, actually. <laughs> <laughs> just like you should have learned to. You should have learned to eat these. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Linux. Woo! Well, was I not supposed to be talking the whole rest no, of the no, time? Oh my god! <laughs> Here you are. This segment. is this is the part where you're interviewed. Yeah, we oh, talk about you and your life. So we already know you're f- you are not only from Sacramento but also North Carolina. I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Where well, are you actually from? North Carolina. For I was born in Sacramento, but moved at six months old uh, to live in a tent in North Carolina. An actual why, tent. An actual tent. What are you, Rambo? My parents. First Blood Part One. <laughs> this What's is my origin story. <laughs> Tell so me I more. I just became a. <laughs> Um, my parents were like party hippies and they went for a party and ran out of money. And then we <laughs> lived in a tent on land that no, that nobody involved in the party owned. <laughs> All right. So that's yeah. actually super Sacramento, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> living in a tent yeah. on. It's actually also very LA. Yeah. Um, well, people always ask if they're like, were they, you know, like political hippies? And the answer is a definitive no. <laughs> <laughs> they just like to drop acid and exactly. live outdoors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, how did you turn out then? Uh, but my cousins and I always joke that that we looked around at the life our parents had chosen and built, and we're like, cool, we'll be in New York City. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> what is the exact opposite of this? Yeah, that's yeah. where we'll be. Um, thank you for this. But... <laughs> But yeah, it was. Uh, but college basketball in North Carolina, we had, we did get that, which you don't get in Sacramento. <laughs> now, did you? I know you went to North Carolina. I did. But did you also grow up rooting for North Carolina? Yes, I did. And then I went to, and it's like it runs so deep. I don't know how to explain it to people who've never experienced this kind of rivalry. But like in middle school and stuff, it was perfectly acceptable, acceptable to not go to school the next day if your team lost wow that's awesome very very normal i love the idea of not going to school that's sick. <laughs> uh, I How you, you would get harassed so much it was like people would get in like serious fights and it was it was was <laughs> there like one weird wake forest kid who everyone was like let's agree we all fucking hate that guy <laughs> 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 and wearing his tim duncan jersey <laughs> yeah. uh, i dated a girl who went to unc for i, I dated her for like Nine Humble months? brag. No, this is this is 
We're, tra- we're talking about this. I have a, I have a mild connection. Was she blonde and did she wear sundresses? No, she was. Uh, she smoked like two packs of cigarettes a day and was very short. Oh, so and she had was inverted like... nipples. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So oh, was she her. related to Tyler Hansborough? <laughs> <laughs> no, but she was a big fan of his. Uh, and I, that was my one taste of the of the rivalry. As we went to a uh, a game at this stupid bar in west hollywood called the parlor and it was packed with oh people. yeah there's drunk idiots everywhere uh i've never fans? seen these yeah, carolina, carolina and fans? duke fans there's like, something also about it's like carolina blue looks so great on black people and then on <laughs> on people like white people from north carolina wearing carolina blue screaming and being drunk it looks it racist oh it's bad it looks so <laughs> racist it's, really it's bad. a real it's a real like i understand why eric montrose went here <laughs> Because we could see all of this. Why like, does it look racist, though? Uh, I think because it brings out the whiteness in a way that you're like, oh, that's a f- that's terrifying. Yeah, you're like the that's, baby that's blue inbred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except I will say though that I've always said that rooting for Duke is racist, and now we have definitive proof because Richard Spencer and Stephen Miller went to Duke. Went to Duke. So if you're gonna sit here and tell me that liking Bobby Hurley is not racist. You're yeah. wrong. Also, let's think of the most famous racist in America that's not the president right now. Grayson Allen? <laughs> David I mean, Duke? Oh, <laughs> shit. It's Thank all you. connected. The Duke family. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> I mean, Man. Luke Kennard looks like like Dylan Roof with a jump shot. I think we have the title of the episode. <laughs> well, I w- actually was going to ask the question. So, which... Who does America hate more? Or who's the worst person in America? Richard Spencer or Grayson Allen? That's hard. I mean, Grayson Allen. Because <laughs> there are racists who don't like he's him. He's more of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if Grayson Allen got punched in the face, he would have whined about it <laughs> on yeah. the bench forever. Yeah, re- he would have he had the same reaction as Richard Spencer, but he would have secretly thrown the punch himself. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like the villain from an Air Bud movie. That's his problem, his face. He, tr- he truly is like a cartoon, like a parody of all that's hateable about the white players from Duke yeah. in one he, one yeah he's a combination of all it's of wild. them yeah, because like a, he also has like plumly athleticism <laughs> like he can dunk really hard it's like if jj reddick could dunk but he has like jj reddick can dunk no yeah. but not like not like grayson grayson allen is like he dunks so grayson allen dunks like a dark-skinned black, yeah, he black dunks player. on people <laughs> jj dunks like a light-skinned black player <laughs> let's be real <laughs> he also looks like he's only allowed to go to Mike Dunleavy Jr.'s college barber. <laughs> <laughs> like, or, you know, we've flobby. made some advances in technology since the late 90s, and they're like, nope. This whatever, whoever, like, manufactures Coach K's hair pieces also oh. might be at that <laughs> so same barbershop. So I played barbershop. basketball with Coach K's youngest daughter, uh-huh. Jamie. Oh, was she a vampire, too? She is a lovely person, uh, <laughs> but she, di- she did cry almost every game. Some emotional issues there. Okay, so... Oh, oh, oh one question. Sorry. Uh, yeah. How do you choose? Do you get, like, assigned it? Is it, like, a sorting hat oh, in pick? North Carolina? No, yeah. you're... You, this is it, though. Duke fans are always not from North Carolina and racist. Oh, so <laughs> or, or or rich, which is mostly the same. Well, thing. I mean, you're racist. Yeah. If you're if you're rich and you want to hold on to your money, you're racist. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so there are not a lot of actual like North Carolinians who are Duke fans. 
I mean, okay. So my high school that I went to uh, was like a feeder for Duke. Uh, and everybody's parents worked at Duke or went to Duke or blah, blah, blah. But I would say their parents weren't from North Carolina, right? So, so those kids are North Carolina, gotcha. but but their parents are from somewhere else, and they're it's like a Duke, it's like incestual. Well, it's it's like institutional racism, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it builds up from generations. It's not each individual person; it's the weight of more Duke alumni dragging yeah. down society. But if you, let's say you live in Chapel Hill, yeah, nobody's a Duke. You're fan. still not a Duke fan. Nobody, wow. nobody. Also, because it well, used to be very clearly. Like good versus evil, because Dean Smith was even more of you know like a Santa progressive, Claus, yeah. yeah, and and a, a Southern liberal, like he was openly a Southern liberal, and then uh, and then Mike Shostakovich's from like West Point. He's got everything about it is like conservative yeah, he's versus Bobby liberal. Knight's mentee, right? <laughs> I gotta say, when I was a kid, I was super into Duke. I thought they were awesome. The, I mean, they well, are awesome. Grant Hill was there, yeah. so that. Grant, everyone, everyone kind of excuses Grant Hill, right? They're like, eh, we hate everyone who went to Duke, but Grant Hill. That's right? <laughs> <laughs> kind of how everyone feels for some reason. Grant Hill actually went there for the political science department and tolerated Coach K. <laughs> the weirdest, yeah, he wanted to get a good education. The weirdest person out of the Coach K uh, coaching tree, though, is how did Greg Popovich come from, like, that hell spawn like because then they talk about you know socioeconomic issues when they're drawn up plays man <laughs> i think we i think we as as observers of this stuff put more uh mm -hmm. emphasis uh on those cultural signifiers than they actually do it's all I, just absolutely like, i just image. think it would make so much more sense if George Carl was a Coach K guy and Pop <laughs> was a Dean Smith guy, but, but George it's actually Carl, flipped. George Carl, oh yeah, he is a North Carolina guy. Yeah, huh? he's like. Well, that's what I think they put. Sorry, I, I have an interrupting problem. No, 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 no please. A we all do. That's we why have we to do get podcasts. <laughs> get in where you fit in. That's right. Get your shit in. But there's shoot your also shot. the the North Carolina thing about Duke is is a small, similar to USC, where it's like it's a contained private school in a poor area. And every all the kids come from the north, and they drive their Range Rovers around, and they're fucking assholes, and everybody hates them. And then we can't afford to go there. I mean, I'm from North Carolina, and I couldn't, and I got into Duke, but I couldn't afford to go. And then, uh, so everybody going to Carolina, you're like secretly just like jealous of the privileged kids. That's what it boils down to. <laughs> that makes sense. That that is very fair. I think there's kind of. I will say there's nowhere better in the country, although I've only been there and the Dean Dome, <laughs> to watch a basketball game than Cameron. It's the it's like a magical. There's nothing better. Why it's like the it size of this room. Cameron Indoor Stadium. No idea. Shouldn't Never it just be Cameron into it. Arena. Well, I mean, we know it's indoors. Why is it? Why is it gotta be in the? Name? I mean, is there a Cameron I mean, Outdoor Stadium? Is that the where the? Is thing. that where that football team? Maybe that's plays? where the football stadium is. They have a football team. Yeah, Duke. yeah. They're, they're, not, they're not bad yeah. anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a likely story. Okay, so contrary to what you might assume based on our extensive Duke-UNC conversation, the three <laughs> of us don't know a ton about college basketball. And this mm -mm. is the one time of the year where college basketball actually matters to regular people. <laughs> Can you explain why people watch college basketball? Well, if they didn't go to a college that has a Division One competitive basketball team, uh, I feel like it. I mean, I feel like it's probably shifted a little, but it's it used to be because you in an NBA team the players change, but your college team it's like those. 
players are Carolina players for life, right? There's no way they're going to trade to mm-hmm. Duke. <laughs> right. So you're saying you follow people from their freshman year all the way through the NBA. And yeah, have exactly. A connection to or in this year. case, from their freshman year all the way to <laughs> two <laughs> months yeah, to yeah. the yeah. NBA draft. Exactly. <laughs> right, 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 right. Now um, you got to keep a, a running list of the one and dones uh, so that you can follow. It's very, very common now. Is Do you have a favorite UNC player of all time? Uh, it's tied. Vince Carter and Antoine Jameson. <laughs> Antoine oh. Jameson? I mean, in that, college, That though? really twisted the knife as a Warrior fan <laughs> because they drafted Vince Carter and then traded him for Antoine Jameson <laughs> on draft day. <laughs> they also threw in, I think, 500K uh-huh. for the privilege of not having Vince Carter. <laughs> you know what? Idiots. <laughs> Idiots. Former Laker Antoine Jameson. Big fan. Um, what he's an pl- angel he's sent from heaven. Guy. Yeah, he's a very I, I actually guy. love Antoine Jameson. He's a wonderful And he was actually a good... That's a good guy to get at number five well, in the draft. Well, he was insane Yeah, but Vince Carter player. would have been a better guy. But no one could have known that because he wasn't like that in college. Right. So there was yeah. no way to know what he was going to do. The, that's true because I remember... Um, Jameson was way better Oh, it, it was not even close. So, so yeah, Cal... Yeah, because he doesn't really jump and yeah. like... He's just like kind of faster than a bunch of slow white guys trying to draw charges. It makes total this sense. This is why we don't like college basketball. <laughs> I mean, the two the two greatest moments in Cal recent moments in Cal basketball history are Jason Kidd beating Bobby Hurley and Duke, and then in 1997 there was a point when Cal's uh, Tony Gonzalez led basketball team was up like eight on Carolina in the Sweet 16, and then Antoine Jameson, I think, scored like literally 16 consecutive <laughs> points and just... But I don't remember Vince Carter from that game yeah. at all. It was like... He was like an athlete, but not... But they were also like a duo. Like, they were like best friends. Uh-huh. They were like... A re- everything they did I think they together. wore consecutive numbers, maybe. They were like four um, and five or something. <laughs> I don't even remember they that. They kissed. It's know. fine. They yeah. kissed. <laughs> uh, actually, I heard that Vince Carter eats sea bass now because of Antoine Jameson. What? Yeah. <laughs> wow, there's some sort of like Illuminati sea bass connection. <laughs> we need Brendan Lynch on to explain. Feel, can I add a third, though? Yes. I've Rashid Wallace is also. Oh, oh everybody all loves Rashid. Yeah, of course. God, I went to a game at Cameron, a Duke Carolina game at Cameron. Because also, this is weird, but it was always easier for me to get tickets to Cameron because my friends from high school's parents all have like season, the best season <laughs> tickets. Also, because you're crazy. I'm <laughs> crazy. So crazy. Um, Wait, are you talking about Kirk Cameron? <laughs> yeah. 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 The Duke. Uh, but the Duke chants are the best. And the one they had for Rashid was that this game I was at. They, uh, it was right after that it came out that he'd done so poorly on the SATs. And so they were just chanting SATs, SATs every time he got the ball. And then when he got on the free throw line, they would go, Rashid can't read. Ooh, <laughs> that is not one. nice. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is almost racist. I okay. remember they. they I mean, there but was, he might not be able to. Yeah. I don't remember what player this was about, but somebody on Maryland had had a collapsed lung like a week before the game, <laughs> and the Duke students coordinated on each side an inhale, exhale. Oh, man. Wow, that, that, takes some, that takes some doing. All right, so I got, I got some questions here about this year's March Madness. First of all, number one, is CBS still using the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do theme song? Because that always got me pumped up for bad basketball. Yes. They do. Okay, uh, what players do we need to watch? 
who's who's important this year in in the college basketball? Joel Berry. All my answers are going to be Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's fine. We'll edit those out and replace them with other people. Mark Folks. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty into that Carolina Duke game. I gotta say that was a great game. The, I lost money on that shit. It always blows my mind though when the announcers are like, they're they're like it's. This is a great game. And it's like, it's always a great game. When has it ever not been a great game? There's never been a blowout. It's never like that. It's always like a. Cute, the, the fans are living and dying from the <laughs> beginning of the game to the end. The coaches hate each I other. I can't even watch it in groups. Uh, like people are like, oh, we're having even like the, one of my stepson's friends, parents were like, we're having a party for. And there's gonna. Be, we went to Duke, and our Carolina friends are coming over, and I was like, I'm sorry, I cannot be there because <laughs> you will not let your son play at our house anymore <laughs> because of the things that come out of my mouth during the games. That's that's a shame. My uh, dad kept flipping to um, an Indiana Pacers game, and then he was flipping <laughs> to a Sopranos rerun. <laughs> that was my dad's still like not totally clear on on demand, and so he's like, oh, it's the one with Ralphie and the horse. <laughs> and kept missing crucial moments and then apologizing every time and then doing it. That's a every... good episode. Well, to be fair, I would rather watch The Sopranos a rerun than any college basketball game. But, but would so you rather watch 90 seconds but of it? Would you watch a regular season bursts? NBA yes, game over a, yeah. over a March Madness 100%, game? 100%. Yeah, because yes. I love basketball. Yeah, I don't like to watch people pretending to play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't need all that. Uh, okay, well, who, that what? shot clock, man. Oh, and Those, the possession arrow. Uh, oh, fuck you. Uh, the shot clock's down to thirty now. Yeah, when they get yeah, it to well, twenty-four, let me know. know. <laughs> and when they move the three-point line out, all that. Good and stuff. also, when they stop talking about how much hustle everyone has, yeah, that's <laughs> my biggest thing. These kids are trying real hard yeah, out there. What are you supposed to say about those terrible white players, though? I don't know. <laughs> Just like call it as it, as it is. This game is not very good. I'm sorry. They're going to score forty points. <laughs> Just let it go. I've I'm said so- this on the podcast before, I think, but. Well, you guys feel about college basketball how I feel about women's basketball. The, oh, oh. Whoa, wow! Whoa. Thank God this is the day after. Finally, I mean, I'm wearing why I hate the WNBA. I'm wearing my feminist sweatshirt, but I have multiple jokes about how bad women's basketball. <laughs> I play in a women's rec league, and I still. Yeah, what's your? You want to? You want to promote your hype your team? Your <laughs> Where the blouses after? Oh, Prince. my wife is on the misdemeanors. Oh man, wait, they're good. Yes, they are. Goddamn right. <laughs> Do they play in they those the Missy Elliott trash bag? Two years ago, because we've won two in a row. No big deal. Yeah, but two years ago. I know. We're in the second bracket, though, so. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're, like, not in the good We're not in the good division anymore. I think, yeah, they moved up, and I think they moved back down this season. I have to ask my wife. It's pretty, there's a lot of competitive <laughs> women's basketball in LA, it's right? It's crazy. Yeah. And yeah. Like, it's a big it's deal. Like all, and most, you know, it's it, the teams are... There's teams that are just like a regular municipal, whatever, but then there's teams that are all actresses and comics. Yeah, <laughs> the Pistol Shrimps is, is like a lot of actresses and comics. My team's all uh, comics and CAA, former CAA assistants. Wow. <laughs> well, misdemeanors is mostly writers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's, uh, are there any, are there any comedians who are super good? Is Mo Welch really good? She's really good. She's so good that she barely even tries in our league. <laughs> and her, her fiance can ball too, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. I, I haven't seen her play, but I know she does play on the I've heard, I've heard positive things. Now, granted, they may have been from her fiance herself. So I don't know. <laughs> I gotta say, Aubrey Mo got Plaza, me into the league. Not very good. Very she bad. She fouls everybody. 
I am a Fowler as well, and it's uh, and it was funny playing in this league though. I had to because in high school, that's like part of it. You know, my whole the whole strategy was like I'm not incredibly athletic, so I'm gonna get it mentally. I'm mm. gonna fuck you up, and then you're gonna get mad about it, and it's gonna put you off your game. But then when you're playing in a league where everybody's like in the same industry, <laughs> you can't do that because yeah. people are like, "Oh, that bitch," and they want to <laughs> hire you. There is a team some that show. does that. There's the Chicago Bulls. They're constant. They're they play dirty. Oh, I like them. You See, do? I like it. They have, I like well, yeah. playing dirty. I understand, but. <laughs> The, there was a game a couple seasons ago where the, the Chicago Bulls and the Misdemeanors played, and, and there was there were some serious fouls and a lot of jaw jacking. Oh, really? A lot of trash talk out there. I do think this league. I mean, I tore my ACL in this league. ACL, oh MCL, God, and it's pretty, it's pretty serious. But it's because oh, people are so passionate mm-hmm. and not that good. So right. you get it's a, a lot, lot of uncoordinated <laughs> but serious. <laughs> you get a lot players. of trying really hard and diving and people's knees going out from kind of like college basketball. <laughs> 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 so let's let's go back to college basketball for a second. Um, what teams besides UNC and Duke should we look out for? I mean, Duke kind of sucks. What? Duke kind of sucks this year. Duke is not going to go far. They're number five, baby. No, I think Carolina's number five. Carolina's five. Six. I think, I think Duke's like in the teens. Oh, wait. I was thinking of the, the ACC tournament rankings. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Carolina's anyway. one. Continue. Uh, I think it's Kansas. and I heard Gonzaga's good. Yeah, they're going to be a number one seed. I saw that this year, so you can expect really? them to lose. You know to which a, which number four or seed. <laughs> Gonzaga wasn't ever good after they like they were like always the ten that beat the they were like always the, the yeah, sleeper, yeah. and then the second they started getting higher seeds, they yeah. Well, they made post, last year they made the Sweet Sixteen, but it was only because they were an eleven seed. Post Dan Dickow, they really stat. go down downhill. I mean, Roni Turiaf took a lot yeah. of magic with him with his giant enlarged heart. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think isn't UCLA good this year? UCLA is good this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arizona, pretty pretty good. Oh, do they have like a is ton Villanova of athletic back? guys that can't shoot? Uh, yeah, they also have like uh, <laughs> kind of unusual hairstyles. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like sounds like an Arizona basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oregon's pretty good. Arizona too. is the most racist place I've ever been in my life, and I grew up in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Florida's pretty bad too. Florida's got, like, it's such a weird range, though, that you're just like, are you on uh, yeah, pills how, or are you a racist? It's hard to tell. How racist are you? <laughs> um, There's just a lot of things that could explain that behavior yes, in Florida. Exactly. <laughs> like, is this a real racist father, bad, inadequate mm-hmm. education, or bad salts? Yeah, just, it's such mm. a grab bag. Do all college basketball teams employ an escort service, or is that just Rick Pitino? Uh... <laughs> Uh, my expert opinion is that probably 60% do. <laughs> and by employ an escort service, I think that means that you <laughs> you encourage girls at the college to sleep with recruits, obviously. Yeah. Right, like a, like that scene in uh, He Got Game well, with the, the <laughs> where, <laughs> where Rick Fox and Ray Allen have a threesome. It is very uncomfortable, that scene. <laughs> also, it's, it's a weird decision that Especially Spike like the Derrick Rose tr- case. <laughs> oh, no. Well, the whole thing's like, oh, this is a college environment. Well, who's who's his teammate? Well, this 28-year-old man. <laughs> and who are they having a threesome with? Well, two obvious adult film stars yes. <laughs> who are also in their 30s. Like, what is going on at Big State? <laughs> is it like a continuation school of some kind? I, it's it's a sexy so school, baby. Sexy. Um, what was your one shining moment in your in your career in your life? 
my whole life. Yeah. Whole life. Well, in basketball. Oh, basketball, in basketball. Shining moment. In basketball. Well, let's have both answers. Can okay. I give you two? Yeah. Of okay. Course. By by, I feel like the the moment that would make the highlight reel <laughs> was the first time I ever set foot on the court for playing varsity. I I was a freshman. I'd been moved up to varsity at the end of the season, right? So I was just like a practice dummy, basically. But it was in the tournament, and uh, we were up. And so my co- somebody asked for a sub, and my coach put me in with 0.9 seconds left on the clock. <laughs> 0.9 seconds left. I run in, and the girl who'd asked for a sub was a was a forward. So she was guarding a larger girl, uh-huh. and I'm not. I'm. A, you can't see me, but I was definitely a point guard, if that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I go running in, and the and the girl who I was guarding gets inbounded the ball, catches it with the elbows out, hits me right in the nose. I get knocked out cold. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought this was your one shining moment. Yeah, but don't you think this would be in the highlight reel? Oh, that would be in the sure. highlight reel. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's and like it's like the Derek Fisher shot, <laughs> but with a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody nose. I was so the point nine seconds I only got to like point three. <laughs> I wasn't even in for the full point nine. And you were unconscious, I was bleeding. <laughs> yeah. How was a hospital visit? Uh, I didn't go to the hospital. Pfft, come on. What? We have a Rub trainer. Trainer on, on site. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's what you know. President Trump would want you to do is like shake it off. Yeah, just shake it off. Pussy. What do you? Yeah, well, I needed an iPhone. I couldn't afford right. to go to the. the that Aaron Lennox has CTE. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was crazy though when I got when I did hurt my knee in the league that your wife is also in. You should let her know this. There's no trainers. There's nobody uh-huh. with any expertise, even on like how to tape an ankle or like, the referees. The referees are all like on the make or like not necessarily paying attention or in some cases drunk. <laughs> yes. There have oh. been a couple. So drunk it is refs. like the actual NCAA. Then, <laughs> exactly. <huh? laughs> <laughs> there was true. a referee. He tried to get into a fight with one of the coaches once. That was a weird day. My uh, boyfriend got kicked out of a game once in this league, in our league. As a fan? Yeah. Wait, for <laughs> cheering too hard? For yelling no, at the refs. You don't know. You don't know Billy Wayne. <laughs> yeah, it's, this makes all, the so much sense. He to and his six-year-old sense. got kicked out of the <laughs> game. <laughs> what, uh, what? What team were they playing? Were Were you playing? That's a great question. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember who we were playing. All you fans of the Pistol Shrimps Radio Podcast will be able to let us know. So, tweet us at Round Rock Pod if you know. <laughs> um, so he got kicked out, and it says here that he's a Duke fan. He's a Duke fan and a racist. <laughs> <laughs> is that the most, is that the hardest <laughs> thing you have to do with every day? It's really actually, and it, this is going to sound like a joke, but it's genuinely hard on our relationship because when we watch Carolina Duke games, it's like, for me, it's my childhood. And then I'm like, who the fuck are you? Why, right. could, why yeah. do you care about Duke? Because he's not from North Carolina. No, he's from Tennessee, but he likes Bobby Hurley. And it's oh. like, oh, because you are a racist. Because he's like, oh, d- because I saw a, a white point guard and thought, oh, maybe I can be in the NBA. <laughs> I guess, you know, everybody needs a hero. You know, my hero was Shaquille O'Neal in the movie Steel. Sure. <laughs> so that's why I'm the man that I am today. Mine was Shaquille O'Neal in the movie Kazam. Oh, you're talking about Sinbad. Oh, Mine Sinbad. I'm sorry. In, uh, in, in what is that Shazam. movie? Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> Sinbad and Shazam was my hero. Yeah, there you go. Mine was Shaquille O'Neal in the when Kobe made him leave the Lakers. <laughs> oh, that's weird because mine was Nick Nolte in Blue Chips. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, we got to move on. Reader mail or listener mail. It always says reader mail in my in my <laughs> in my rundown, and we don't have readers. We have listeners. Listeners, we love you. Call us on our Google Voice number. 
You have a very special call this week. Oh, it's from Dubaru. That's right. Robot, play the call. Good evening, fine gentlemen of Round Ball Rock. About time I called. It's Dubaru. I am a huge fan of yours. And I have a question for you guys that I think only you guys can answer. So I happened to watch a video of a mongoose fighting a deadly black cobra. And the mongoose wins. How does that translate to the NBA? I assume that Steph Curry would be the mongoose attacking the cobra, which would be kind of LeBron, but LeBron beat them, but in real life, the mongoose wins. I'm not sure, gentlemen. You guys are the preeminent NBA podcast that is out there. So I'm looking forward to your advice on this conundrum that is circulating within my brain channels. Thank you very much. I appreciate everything you do. Uh, to answer your question, um, Dabaru, no, uh, that isn't Steph Curry and LeBron. Uh, the Knicks are the Cobra, and respectability is the Mongoose. Yeah. Um, well, I think. Respectability is the Mongoose and the Mindauskas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't that an Mindau- old car- cartoon? <laughs> oh, no, it's Ricky Ticky Tavi, not Mindy. Diggy Dalgus. Mindy Diggy Dalgus. <laughs> Mindy Diggy Dalgus. I do think Ricky Ticky Tavi was, uh, like, didn't Isaiah Thomas draft Ricky Ticky Tavi ahead of, like, J.R. Smith? Yeah, he year? saw him in the tournament. So yeah. Was, uh... <laughs> uh, tick Sanity was crazy, those, those three games. <laughs> uh, I think when you say Deadly Black Cobra, that sounds like an inferior version of the Black Mamba, which makes me think of Lou Williams. Oh, shame <laughs> So I think playoff basketball is the mongoose. Oh. Get used to that, Houston. <laughs> Dave, do you have one? Uh, you know? I have none. Okay. No, I have none. Uh, yeah, I have nothing to say about that. No. <laughs> Except that Lou Williams is uh, a piece of shit. Wow. Wow. I turned on him. <laughs> you, you and uh, Shady McCoy. I don't know what a mongoose is. Oh, yeah, because Shady and <laughs> Lou um, have beef. <laughs> I'm not even sure how to describe a, a mongoose. It's like a weasel. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a weasel like, that, uh, for some reason, fights cobras. It's uh, like... Uh, well, the weasel is J.J. Reddick. Can we put it in there? Yeah. <laughs> terms? All right, we also have one more call. Um, who's that from? Is it uh, here's from we a don't special? Know. This is just from a fan. Yeah, let's a Google voice it. call. A fan. Oh, okay. from a fan. We have another fan. That's great. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me uh, on this on my incredible night. Thirty thousand points. Uh, it was uh, it was an unbelievable night for me. Got hot early. Kept riding it and really enjoyed it. Felt the buzz in uh, in the crowd the whole night. So really appreciate the support. And uh, we'll see you guys down the road somewhere. What? That wasn't a question. Also, that's not, there's no way he's a fan. No, he's a fan. Is he? For sure. He called us. Dirk? Yeah. Dirk? He's a Google voice But that wasn't a question. Please, please call back with a question. Yeah, come on, Dirk. Yeah. Okay. Also, congratulations. 30,000 points. Dirk forever. Uh, But we got to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. We have a new sponsor this week, and we're pretty excited about this one. As we all know, analytics are becoming bigger and bigger in basketball. There's a whole meetup at MIT every year for NBA stat guys. 
But what if you're not a nerd? Now, finally, there's a convention for you. It's called the Jerry Sloan Conference. Taking place in beautiful Salt Lake City, the Jerry Sloan Conference is the old-school alternative to the so-called stat revolution. It's for people who want to watch basketball instead of a spreadsheet and who know the only NBA title worth a damn is winning the Midwest Division. It's the only sports symposium with guest speakers like John Stockton, Jeff Hornacek, Matt Harpering, and Tom Chambers. There's a whole weekend's worth of great presentations like Seven Passes or More, What's Your Hurry to Shoot? Hard Fouls, Soft Players? A layup is worth just as many points as a dunk. Pick and roll dreams come through. And Carl Malone debuts his new software, Power P Forward Point. It's an overhead projector. His keynote presentation is called The Mailman Delivers on Monday. It's a lecture about how to beat statutory rape charges in college. <laughs> Little Mexican girls get in free. In addition, every day there's a town hall meeting led by Coach Sloan about why they don't call traveling anymore. <laughs> if you try to sneak in a calculator, Mark Eden will throw you in a dumpster. We've also got plenty of entertainment, including music from Utah's finest jazz band, the Howard Isley Five, and stand-up from Rich Little and David Borowitz. From the Borowitz Report. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's no alcohol or coffee at the conference, but you do get unlimited mayonnaise. The Jerry Sloan Conference. Buy a goddamn ticket, Poindexter. All right, so that's that's. thank you to the Jerry Sloan Conference. Are we going to do a live podcast from the Jerry Sloan Conference? I would love to. Yeah, let's yeah. let's try to make it out there. I'm oh. actually a keynote speaker as well. So. Oh, my <laughs> God. Well, that's yeah. incredible. So I'll be there. Oh, excellent. About uh, uh, pick and rolls in women's basketball. You know who won't be there? <laughs> Darren Williams. Ooh. He will not be he there. Not no, be but there. his barber is going to go. <laughs> that's great. He will not be walking through that door. Uh, I'm, my, my presentation is going to be called A Box and Wonderful. <laughs> Zone defense in the modern NBA. Uh, so JJ Redick, wonderful, being one of the most hated Duke players of all time. Aaron, how do you feel about JJ Redick? <laughs> <laughs> I met him. Very nice man. How do you, Aaron? How do you feel about reading some of JJ Redick's poetry? Uh, I have it memorized, so I don't even need to read it. But <laughs> <laughs> well, he we is, found some of his poetry. He's a very uh, accomplished poet. And uh, we're going to have him read some of his own poetry for, uh, for you right now. 2005. I can't see what my future has in store, but I move forth with the strength of a condor, the courage of a warrior. A sharp thorn once cut my soul. The blood flowed, but no bandage would cover the wound. I asked the Lord, what am I to do? He said, son, I made the sky blue. The rain falls because of me. Leaves change colors on a fall tree. I was the inspiration to Martin Luther King. I'm the reason Ray Charles could sing. I've given strength to others through and through. And my son, I'll do the same to you. So America's new Maya Angelou, J.J. Reddick. <laughs> we got, we got, there's so many of these. They're so good. Is this implying that uh, Duke education is not as good as UNC's education because he is such a, such a bad poet? Well, I would say this is no FAM 101 paper or whatever the Carolina, <laughs> you know, the Carolina oh, right. paper that we got in trouble. <laughs> By the way, can we clear that up and say that that was like uh, a, a submitted uh, 
thing that, that it wasn't a final paper. Sorry. <laughs> I always have to say that. It was not a final paper. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> I went to a state school. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but it, yeah, the, the Duke education is not what it, uh, the Duke education tells you that if you're a white person, you can talk <laughs> like this out loud and nobody's going to beat you up is what I think a Duke oh, education. Can I, so, can I yes. give you an example of some of the things he says out loud? My life story is read in poetic stages. I was once weak-minded, now I'm courageous. The cause and effect of a thousand actions, the mathematical breakdown of microfactors. Honestly, you're making it sound cooler. Yeah. <laughs> it's difficult to fathom the coming of the rapture. What if I awoke in an empty, in an empty pasture? Why would he be in the... What does the pasture have to do with the, anything? He's left behind. Oh, I see. Oh, he's left behind because he's... Like Kirk Cameron. Right. The Cameron crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the old oh, bro. Cameron, Cameron crazy. Yeah. Wow, wonderful. Okay, so besides um, JJ... Oh, yes, hold on, I have this? one thing I want to say about this. Uh, this is also proof that the NBA is better than the NCAA because Eton Thomas's poetry, while terrible, is better than this. <laughs> <laughs> Can we also point out that JJ Reddick became 100 times cooler when he went to the NBA? It's true. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, yeah. you know what? And that's that's weird that you look at J.J. Reddick and you're like, man, thank God he got out of Durham and into <laughs> Orlando, Florida, <laughs> where he was able to truly flourish as a man and get out of that. It does match his personality better, I would say. Oh, yeah. But he, also it mir- when you hold him up. He's getting tats, too. Well, plus when you hold him up to Dwight Howard, you're like, oh, yeah, this guy's not so bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. <Exactly. laughs> okay, so besides J.J. Uh, Reddick, who I would say isn't disappointing at all, actually. Who are the most disappointing Duke players in NBA history? Ooh. I Dis- think... Go ahead, sorry. Jaleel Okafor has rocketed to yeah. the top of this list He's trying very, very quickly. <laughs> to pass up uh, all of the many disappointing Duke players in the NBA. Reggie Love? No. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to name people, but nobody knows who they are. <laughs> John, I believe you... you uh, uh, I've, compi- a I've compiled a list of really disappointing Duke players. Um, I mean, Dan- Danny Ferry is one of them oh, yeah. forced to trade. Leitner's got to be the all-time, though, because he was so He was good. on the Dream All-Star team. games, though. He's on the Dream Team. Yeah, but just compared to what he was in college. Like, He's still a two-time NBA All-Star for some reason. Twice? I think so. Was he really on the He Dream definitely team? made it once. I think he made it. They only, but he's still an All-Star. They had okay. to have one college right. player on the Dream Team, and it was... At one point, supposed to be Shaq. Oh, but it was when he was in college. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that doesn't count. Yeah, it does. <laughs> he was on the dream team. It should have been Chris Webber. the mascot. No, it should have been no, Shaq. No, Chris Webber can suck all the dicks. <laughs> yeah. Chris Webber is way... Wor- I hate Chris Webber more than I hate any Duke player. I'll say that. Even Whoa. though he handed you guys a title. He'd already traveled. He didn't hand us shit. <laughs> 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 we earned it. Everybody always says that. Like they, like they, oh, In the Fab Five documentary, when he's like, well, we lost to Duke, and that felt you know, like we lost a better team, but the Carolina one hurt more. Fuck off. We won the game. They were also <laughs> behind by two points when that happened. So he traveled. <laughs> he took about five steps. Yeah, if you watch it wasn't the video even. A, it's insane, and he got away with that. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. It, it, I don't understand. As an NBA fan, I'm totally okay yeah. with traveling. So <laughs> yeah, traveling is, is just a part, natural part of the game. And he just, he just <laughs> even Russell just Westbrook walked basically to half court, <laughs> <laughs> like da, 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 directing da, da, da. people. <laughs> what the hell are you doing, buddy? All right, so who are the most disappointing Duke players? So we get, we get Danny Ferry. Danny Ferry was Danny. the number two pick in 89. He forced a trade 
uh, which is how uh, I think Ron Harper ended up on the Clippers, I oh, believe is how sad. that happened. Mm-hmm. Sad. Uh, and then he went to Italy anyway and <laughs> eventually went back to the league when he had lost all of his hair and then was a racist, racist yeah, general he was, manager. He was Atlanta a good GM, and then it turned out he was racist. So I'm not surprised. I'm going to say Georgia. that. <laughs> and that's 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 key to remember. Two racists for Georgia. One of you the know authors where of the Muslim now. ban went to Duke. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you know where he is now, right? No. Oh, he's a... Uh, He's the assistant GM in uh, New Orleans, and we all know how well that's going. Pretty well so far, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Danny Ferry doesn't care about black people. Okay. <laughs> uh, who's next? Uh, we get Jason Williams, uh, number two pick oh, behind Yao Ming. That's sad. You're going to put a motorcycle accident in there? He sucked before the accident, though. I don't yeah, think... I don't say that, but you're not supposed to say that. Oh. Yeah, come on. You're hurting people's feelings. Yeah, okay. that Bulls Jason Williams. Sorry. Jay, Jay. Williams. What that is Bulls, that? Bulls Jay Why Williams, that? Jamal Crawford backcourt. I don't know, because right now, if you're like, who had be. a better NBA career? I still pick the limo driver murderer. <laughs> <laughs> like, he made something of himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? Yeah, I mean, Jason Williams just murdered the Chicago Bulls for three years. That seems like a bigger <laughs> deal. Okay, who's next? Uh, Sheldon Williams, Ooh. pick number yeah, five. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, a, bad, that's, that's a, bad a bad one. Uh, he also uh, apparently got addicted to nerve tonic while playing for oh, Homer wait, Simpson's softball team. Oh, his face is big. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't thinking about the baseball episode of The Simpsons. My bad. <laughs> Uh, to his to his credit, is married to the talented Candace Parker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's awesome. That's L.A. Sparks legend. Yeah. Retire that jersey. Put it up. There will be more retired Sparks jerseys in Staples Center than there will ever be Clippers jerseys in Staples Center. Bold. Because they're moving to Seattle, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm. Th- there's also Trajan Langdon. Oh God, yeah. The Alaskan assassin. He, he was, was dope, a lottery though. pick. He played in 119 he NBA games. He was so games. good in college. Yeah, he was a legend yeah. in college. What happened? Uh, you have to be actually good to play basketball in the NBA. That's what happened. <laughs> college basketball, not so much. Yeah. You could you just have to be able to shoot from can far you, away. Can you dribble? <laughs> you, don't have to, you don't have to be able to maintain your dribble yeah. that long, but can you dribble for like five to ten seconds without moving? Are you faster than a normal person? Are you that s- is how you're good at uh, <laughs> Are you college smarter basketball. Are than a fifth grader? Okay, who's next? Uh, we have William Avery. I don't even know who yeah, that is. This is from the 99 Duke team, also a lottery pick. Wow. Many, many... Uh, He's on the list of most hateable also. He was really hateable. He also played 142 NBA Did you put games. the? Where are the Plumleys on this? Are they? You know the they're thing? they're weirdly they're right overachieving for their spot. Like yeah, normally this great. guy, like they've already achieved more than like Cherokee Parks or Thomas Hill, or really Jaleel Okafor. Yeah, who That's is also crazy. on this list. The Plumleys will be in the NBA for ten years. For apiece. ten years. Yeah. Julio Okafor will be in Turkey tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, and then Julio Okafor, right? He's the last guy on the list. I would say he's the yeah, he's the worst. He's guy. the young buck looking to uh, move he's up still the got ladder. Time, yeah, time to so. continue to be disappointed. I mean, yeah. he's not. Well, Nolan he's, Smith has been pretty bad. No Joe Forte um, though. 
There's <laughs> Austin <laughs> Rivers. Time, Austin Rivers is also having a better career than these people than yeah. these guys. Austin yeah. Rivers is an NBA player. Isn't it weird I mean, that there's so many guys to choose from? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just well, bust dude, after bust. It's like Nebraska football or something where it's like the way they play makes it so that there can be white shooting guards and there's just it doesn't happen <laughs> but outside think, of Duke basketball. But then you think about UNC and they make guys like Harrison Barnes. Really strong, Another like angel. second tier, yeah. almost Harrison superstars. Harrison Barnes, a guy who was like kind of a disappointment for North Carolina, right? right? Yeah, like they was, thought he was going to be like Kobe Bryant or whatever, but he still only won Final Four. Yeah. yeah. What a disaster. That was a, that was a yeah. dark time for UNC basketball. And now look <laughs> at him. He's the best player on a bad team. He's not better than Dirk still. No, he's the he, – he, Was he the Black Falcon in college too? Was he what? Did he nickname himself the Black Falcon in college or was that an NBA thing? Oh, I don't no, know. No, he gave himself that nickname in high school. Oh, so that wasn't something that NC fans were like, do it, Black Falcon. Uh, Soar. It doesn't seem like something they wouldn't get on board with. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I don't think, think you can say Dirk is better than, than Harrison Barnes. I mean, Dirk in his prime, obviously. But, I mean, he's... Dirk is still better. Uh, the the best player on that team is named Yogi Ferrell. So. <laughs> You're right. Why am I arguing this point? Um, so my theory about Duke is as long as you leave as soon as you can, you can escape the Coach K curse. So you have, like, Elton Brand, first Duke player to leave early. That worked out pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyrie us, Irving. Kyrie Irving Only played, played 11, 11 games. college games. Yeah. The earth is need. flat. The earth is flat, need. but Carolina's education is bad. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Right, right, exactly. Come on, Coach K. Um, <laughs> where does Grant Hill slot in here? Is he... Because his career was actually kind of a disappointment. Well, Hell he's yeah, on that Jabari Parker track. No, it's Fila's fault that Grant Hill had a it. Is. It is Fila's fault, not yeah. Coach K's. Yeah, not at all. He had a Grant bad Hill's shoe. Uh, yeah, that's he why also he... also lasted in the league for a long it's time. It's also Orlando's fault because he almost died on their surgery table. Oh, yeah. He had a, there's a lot of misfortune in that guy's career. Yeah. yeah. All these guys just go to the Suns and they get adequate medical care plus <laughs> a bunch of undetectable steroids in their careers <laughs> get fixed. Like Shaq got an extra year and a half on his career just from going to Phoenix. It's a dry air. It's a dry but desert air. So it's a dry air. People go there to HGH heal. HGH and, you know, just a culture of winning <laughs> and then spinning your blood in cylinders before each game. Mm-hmm. So my question is, though, is Grant Hill, the third best Duke player ever, and he's still a disappointment. Yeah. NBA, or um, is Carlos Boozer better? <laughs> no, no, definitely Grant Hill. <laughs> Carlos Boozer. Had so you're saying three Kyrie and Elton Brand are one and two? I think so. Yeah. Whoa, well, yeah. that's weird. There's no question that Kyrie is the greatest Duke player of all time. That's right in the NBA. Yeah, in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. Yes. I mean, we're not talking about college. Who cares? I mean, can you think <laughs> of anybody better than those guys? No, it's just yeah. weird. It is weird. And then Grant Hill, I think, that. is three, and Carlos Boozer is four. I mean, honestly, the, yep. it's like Coach K is yeah. almost a better NBA player because of coaching the, yeah, <laughs> the Olympic true. team than <laughs> anyone he's ever produced. Pretty much. <laughs> All right, well. Yeah, at least the Lakers wanted him, unlike <laughs> most Duke players. <laughs> All right, so we have reached that time in the show where the 2016-2017 Golden State Warriors, hobbled as they may be, have to compete in fantasy combat with a team of our choosing this week. It's the greatest North Carolina basketball players of all time. Yes! Versus the Warriors. All right, so who have we got in the starting lineup, Sean? Okay, starting lineup. Uh, we're going to go a little bit positionless. Our point guard is Michael Jordan. Yeah. 
Wow. Shooting guard is Vince Carter. Love it. Small forward, James Worthy. Yes. Power forward, Rasheed Wallace. I mean, Center, Bob McAdoo. Hall of Famer. Fantastic. Uh, this is a hell of a have to have an We got out. a we got a bench of Walter Davis mm-hmm. before our time. I'm just taking this on faith. Sam Perkins, Swedish Oof. shooting seven footer before in the pre Dirk era. Uh, Jerry Stackhouse, he's mainly there for fighting. Um, <laughs> Antoine Jameson, he's a tweener. He's gonna light it up. Uh, Ray Felton, I think he's the best. Is he the best point guard? Like college point guard. For Carolina, or was Ty Lawson Ty better? Lawson, Ty maybe. Lawson was better in college, but Felton, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and Ty Lawson got hurt when they were in the Final Four, right? I don't think he played. Uh, No, he was in. I think we well. have to leave all convicted felons off of this list. Oh, so. okay. Well, Raymond Felton, I believe, only got a misdemeanor. Yeah, he's charged. fine. He's through. <laughs> uh, and then Sean May, just oh, for fun. Yeah, just for fun. <laughs> just for he's catering it. Somebody's got to eat the food. <laughs> okay, so so that's the matchup. That's a pretty good start. That is five. a hell it's of a, a basketball team. So is Dean Smith coaching this team? Well, yes. granted, they are in college, though. That's your... Right. Okay, fair. That's fine. Oh, so it's them in college. No, actually, yeah. well, let me... D- we'll get to the coach in a second. Okay. Uh, okay, so... That you get the greatest North Carolina players. What do you think of that matchup? Can the Warriors check this They're team? They're in college. These are these are their best, like going into the draft. They're, they're getting stomped. College peaks. So, but, but they're, they're in college. college they're getting stomped. Yeah, this yeah. Twenty-one-year-old Michael Jordan, twenty-one-year-old Vince Carter. This is so. This is the Michael Jordan that Dean Smith wouldn't allow to like dunk. <laughs> yeah, um, I would. Say, I, I didn't mean, develop a three-point. I shot. mean, because yeah. uh, because otherwise. Uh, this Carolina team is all Hall of Famers, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and they're playing by college rules, like a college three point. Yeah, line. they're playing. They're playing in uh, the Dean Dome. What's the actual name of it? the Dean Dome? Oh, yeah, the Dean Dome. <laughs> the Dean Smith Recreation Center. I don't know who fucking. Cares. I'm taking the Warriors if they're playing by college rules, man. Because, like, you're Z- saying short three pointer. Yeah. yeah, short three pointer. Plus, like, Zaza sucks for NBA basketball, but college basketball, he is, like... He's a uh, uh, giant. Yeah, he, well, I mean, but he also just, like, basically kind of plays college basketball. Sure. But, like, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green on the short three-point line, like, give me give me I'm those. I'm sorry, but you forget Michael Jordan is on this team. Yeah, but do you remember? He wasn't even the best player on those North well, Carolina say, teams. College Michael Jordan couldn't shoot. He didn't develop a post game until he was in the pros. He didn't develop a three pointer. Dean Smith wouldn't let him loose. Yeah, he wasn't dunking. Exactly. We were champions, so I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he well, we know where you're going. Jump shot to win the championship. Yeah, but it was like 82. a fifteen I footer. I have, a, I have a picture. Yeah, but that's like a three wall. in college. Yeah, I'm still taking. <laughs> give me Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. Shooting Let's, from what half if it's the Warriors in college? We're missing a very important piece of information, Sean. Who's the coach of this team? Oh, the coach of this North Carolina team is George Carl. Oh, I'm definitely <laughs> taking And the State general Warriors. manager is Mitch Kupchak, North Carolina alumni. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the Warriors on this one. I'm you taking the Warriors. Dubs, baby. Yeah, it's the dubs. You guys are wrong. You're very, you're We're talking incorrect. about grown men playing a child's game, mm-hmm. college I mean, basketball. Sheed, though. George Carl is You're also coach. talking about like some of the best. Co- so you're playing on their, what they're the best at. And they and they're playing at the Dean Dome, so it's playing a road game. Dome. I'll, I mean, I'll, it's that really doesn't matter. It's, we're not that great at home. Yeah, <laughs> home court advantage doesn't really do much for us. It, it helped against Duke. Uh, on I'm just threes are more That's than twos. Rare. Actually, we usually trade. Right. And by and by Grayson Allen rules, Draymond Green's uh, 
kicking is not really a problem. Like yeah. he's not going to be penalized. No, he'll yeah, be suspended fine. for mm-hmm. like the pregame prayer. I think that's what Grayson <laughs> Allen got suspended for. Well, that might be a problem for Draymond and the Warriors because they're a team and they all pray together, right? Don't they pray? They do like to pray. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're praying. That's why Just they hate the Clippers because the Clippers godless. wouldn't go to their chapel-based chapel feud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sickening. Okay, so I, I'm I am a hundred percent sure the Warriors win with the short three-point line. The bench is a problem, but. I mean, I think, I think Stackhouse and Jameson really killed Patrick yeah, McCaw and uh, Ian Clark. But it's college basketball two halves. It's you're shorter. saying they can play 40 Isn't it minutes? shorter? Yeah. It's do you like, think, foul, do you think the, the foul trouble will be a problem for Zaza? I mean, they don't really call enough fouls in the NCAA. It's you only have five though, fouls, also, though. Oh, that's a problem. They call many playing, more fouls in the NCAA. They're playing Do Draymond they? at center See, I don't anyway. Watch college it's a foul basketball. fest. But they're playing Draymond at center mostly anyway. Sure. Especially in college basketball. Come on. Yeah. Like, Patrick McCaw could play the four in college basketball. But not against Rasheed Wallace. <laughs> yeah, David West. Throw David West out there. Yeah, you keep saying most. it like they're playing just in the, uh, in, the, in, the, in the NCAA in general, but you're talking about some of the greatest players in the NBA coming out of college. But they're playing as 18, Yeah, 19, they're playing as college players versus NBA players. <laughs> because because, it's, because, because it, was a blo- it was a Carolina blowout otherwise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would be I mean, I, they have to be in college because otherwise it is a, it is a Carolina. Really we're also like making the point that, that the NBA is better than college basketball. <laughs> also, we're forgetting one important cog in this piece, and that's Matt Barnes. Mm-hmm. Another enforcer. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Matt Barnes, because of his probation, is not allowed to play in the game because he's too close to a women's dorm. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a safety oh, issue. So right, they, don't, they don't get... Matty B. Dark. Okay. So they're, they're also uh, missing a guy. I still go with the Warriors. Sean, what do you say? I'm going to pick North Carolina. Erin, uh, what do you say? I mean, obviously Carolina, and I'm also correct. There's no way we can know that, but I know that in my heart. <laughs> Joey, you don't like college basketball either. What do you say? I'm Warriors. taking the Warriors. Dubs, I'm taking those baby. adult men these versus these children. And also threes are more than two. We got a winner. The Warriors' three-point shooting is just so much better. How do we break this tie? Oh, that's we, we were tied? Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, there's a child screaming in the background. Mm-hmm. I got very distracted. <laughs> Sean that, said the yeah. UNC player? Uh-huh. What an idiot. So it's a tie. Dubaru, Mark, fly the T. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Dubaru gets the, gets the vote. Dubaru okay. gets to decide who wins this. You so should have Dubaru. listeners should call in and, and break the tie. Oh, we could also have a Twitter yeah, poll. Yeah, Dirk, call us again <laughs> to tell us who would win. Shut it down. Let's go. <laughs> Shut it down. Let's okay, go. Okay, so instead of giving Dubaru the final vote, we're going we're gonna to open it up to the fans. Okay. We'll post a Twitter poll uh, when this episode goes live, and you can tell us who deserves to win, either the college basketball favorites from UNC or the grown men from the Golden State Warriors. Okay, these are the actual winners. Men. All right, so let's wrap this this shindig up. Uh, Sean is busy uh, raising a child. He's going to be at the punchline uh, oh, next month with Aaron Foley. Uh, March 22nd through the 25th with Aaron Foley. Very nice. nice. Also a baller. Yeah. I don't know if she plays, but she likes it. Aaron, anything to plug? Uh, I get a show on Saturday. This won't come out before then. <laughs> this will come out before then. <laughs> yeah, this the Frogtown show. Everyone should check out the Frogtown show. Oh, that's show. a great show. 
Love Frogtown. Beautiful part. Mm-hmm. Corey Lukasek, Emily Maya Mills. And moi. And, and Donnie, Donnie, Donnie D. Donnie D. Oh, Donnie D. Dizzle. The okay. greatest tennis player in L.A. alt comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, finally, I have uh, plenty of things to plug, actually. I'm at Dave underscore Schilling on Twitter. Uh, I wrote a piece about Jimmy Butler for Bleach Report. Please read that. Uh, Mass Man Show podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. And if you live in Memphis for some ungodly reason, I was on ESPN Radio in Memphis talking about the Grizzlies and the Clippers. And this podcast. And this podcast. <laughs> and a whole litany of other things. Professional wrestling, what, what have you, you name it. Uh, Joey, anything to plug? Uh, yeah, uh, we got three new reviews. Oh, I gotta read those. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, you got them you got them up? I you got them up. Them. I can read them. Yeah, I'll can. read them. Uh, so, once again, if we get to 50 reviews, we will do a listener commentary of, or a commentary of My Giant, starring oh, Bill well, Crystal, yeah. Billy, Cri- starring Bill, Bill Crystal, Crystal. starring <laughs> from Billy, the William Nation Crystal, <laughs> starring Billy Crystal and, uh, White Slavery. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so give us. We're at 24 five-star reviews. We're we need to get there. to 50. Yeah. Uh, we got three this week. One was from Creamy Thunder. One was from Monkey Boy 18, mm-hmm. and it's titled Creamy Thunder. Which I don't think is a reference to the podcast, but... And he says, sure. this pod turns my pants into a Cold Stone Creamery. <laughs> Can we get a matchup of the Golden State Warriors versus my five favorite wrestlers of all time? Macho Man, Kurt Angle, Brett Hitman Hart, AJ Styles, and Ric Flair. You guys are the best. Woo! I can tell you for a fact that we'll never do a wrestling match. But why don't you tell no, we might do a wrestling matchup, but it won't be those five wrestlers. Come on, tell Creamy them, Thunder. Tell them uh, who would win that matchup. Okay, right buddy. Now, Dave. Do I it mean, real quick. We're doing, it's going to be a Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. and so there can only be one winner. Uh, I'm going to go with Draymond Green. He's going to throw out Kurt Angle in the finish of the match. Okay. All right. Uh... Our other new review, uh, one of our other, was from Atex720. Oh, says, shouts. five-star podcast. Legendary wrestling podcast guest hosts this comedic jaunt through the world of the NBA with two very funny comedians? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> who add funny voices on occasion. <laughs> That's a real morning zoo kind also, of thing. Also, they... <laughs> funny voices. <laughs> also, they talk about... Oh, com- behave, Joey. <laughs> Also, they talk Our about... Our wife! Joey's <laughs> <laughs> so mad. Also, they talk about something called a Dubaroo. Yeah, that's right. Uh, which, Dubaroo is our number one fan. Except, I gotta say, Adrian Escalera is really gunning for that title at this point. Yeah, yeah uh, he's, he's tweeting at us a, a bunch. Sometimes keep, at abusive tweets. Keep the, keep the tweets coming. Also, we had one more review. Let's hear it. From Blake G 17 titled amazing best billy crystal podcast <laughs> on the market can't go wrong with a little crystal chat that's right that was blake griffin by the way yeah it was bg7 b griffin 17 yeah uh, uh shout out to atex uh he actually was the first reviewer on the mass man show podcast oh. feed too so a lot of crossover there so guys he's a shill uh, shill shill he's a shill dog yeah, all them shill dogs he's a shilling there. shill shill boys uh also follow me on twitter at frankie muniz uh, this week I tweeted, if you live near Buffalo, New York, you have to check out Locked Up Escape Games on Union Road. It was so much fun. Uh, <laughs> as always, trust the process, guys. Trust, trust the, the process. process.
July 7, 2004. As I decide to fulfill my life strategy, the devil insists on trying to battle me. I meet him in an empty field on the high plains. He throws temptations my way to inflict internal pain. Life and death matters. This ain't no game. It's mind over matter. The power of my brain he thinks I'll give and if my muscles start to strain he believes I'll submit to the evil of society's frame and benefit from notoriety's gain he says I don't have to properly train and that he'll give me all the fame and everyone will know my name but I think he's insane cause I know the truth to gain is to give to have pain is to live so I call on my heavenly father's name and slowly watch the thunder and rain subside I'm finally able to push the temptations aside I went blow for blow I went face to face now the devil knows I'm able to escape not by a back door or an alternate route I saw the middle high ground and I ran Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 